The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the hoop ball DFS today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patra, joined by my good buddy, Bratton Eckersley. You know what that means. It's a wonderful Monday slate we're here to talk about. It is the 15th of March. we got a nice nice card on our hands, Brad. I'm looking forward to this one. Nice little smooth eight games. Eight games to talk about. Uh, nice little ending hammer, Laker-Golden State game. Uh, got a little Brooklyn action. A lot of studs that we're going to be talking about this slate. But, Brad, how was your weekend? How was your, actually, you know what? I would say how was your week, but our matchup was about two. So let's let's talk about it. How was your last two weeks, Brian? Sorry, you, are you muted, Mike? I can't quite hear what you're saying there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have our ESPN, ESPN matchup this week. Mike is pantsing me. Uh, well, it's 5-4 now, but I, I can't win this matchup. So, yeah, I, I, we'll continue to be friends, but the, the relationship is jaded slightly now. And the, the best part about it is I wasn't going to bring it up. I almost, you know forgot about it we <laughs> talked about it maybe a minute before we hit the record button so i should have just uh, left it alone <laughs> you probably should have you poked the you know what you asked for it so here it is you got, you got your <laughs> time that you wanted to talk about it uh nonetheless now you're dealing with some injuries man you had you lost joel and bead in there in the middle of that so uh tough tough loss for you uh hope two to three weeks though i'll be sending you some offers but we got some season or some dfs to talk about none nonetheless we can't keep talking about season long stuff we'll be here all all day uh but before we jump into anything quick shout out to our presenting sponsors got to give it out to the best sports book out there and that is my bookie if you guys haven't checked them out head over to mybookie.ag use that promo code hoopball h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l on your first initial deposit when you sign up at my bookie and they'll match your deposit up to 50 percent up to $1,000. So what does that mean? Put in a thousand bucks. They give you $500 to play with for free. 500 smackers. And if you want to use it in the NBA, you want to use it in the upcoming MLB season, some March Madness action, whatever it may be, you could use it. You can parlay it. You can spread it around. You can spread the love. And if your bets go sour, which I doubt they will, you can follow our, uh, our hoop ball gaming department over here. They'll help you out on that department and that side. Uh, you can head over to their fully-fledged casino platform, too, where they have all the sorts of table games, slot machines, you name it. It is open 24 hours, seven days a week. It is everything that you could see at your local shindig casino. So check them out, guys. My bookie. And while you're out there, open up that separate tab and head over to Manscaped. We talk about their products left and right, and it's because they are fantastic. Every single one of them, absolutely waterproof. That is the Lawnmower 3.0. That is the ear and nose hair trimmer. Uh, that is everything that is quick charging as well. And we're talking 45-minute charge times, so it gets every single job done. And if you're wondering, you know, I don't know what to get, what's the best, you just go over there and you head over there and you get that perfect package 3.0 kit where it comes with a little bit of everything. You get the lawnmower 3.0, you get the body wash, you get the toner, you get the conditioner, you get the boxers, the travel kit, the T-shirt, everything you need. It is the perfect travel kit when you have to go stay overnight maybe out of state or out of town for a few days. So check them out, guys. Manscaped, use the promo code HOOPBALL20, and you will get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping. That is HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. All right, my good friend. It's enough of that. We have 
some good sauce to jump into. First game of the night, we have the Sacramento Kings traveling to Charlotte to take it on the Hornets in this one. As far as a game total, we got one. It almost feels like it's not real, though. So I don't know if you have your own game totals pulled up. Yeah. I'll Tell do. me if this is correct. Is it, is it actually 242.5, or is, is the site I'm looking at broken right now? No, nah, man, it's it's up that high. I've seen that kind of um, game total as well. 240 the last time I checked, but it doesn't surprise me, 242.5. I mean, I, I would just expect a high one. Um, definitely a high one, but I didn't think it was going to be 242.5. That is, uh, it's definitely a juicy one, one that we can definitely be excited about. But two forty-two and a half. I just had to check the notes, man. Sometimes you get sticker <laughs> shocked, and that's kind of what happened. And I wasn't, uh, I just wasn't quite ready for that. Uh, for the Kings, Whiteside still dealing with the health and safety protocols, and Charlotte has yet to release their injury report. So, Brandon, I'll pass it over to you. Let's start with this Kings team. Break it down for me. Yeah, I think the the game total is just so high because there's so little defense played on on either side of the ball here. I mean, you can you can target multiple spots on both teams here, and we will. Uh, you know, De'Aaron Fox straight off the top in the in the Kings backcourt, just absolutely flying at the moment. Um, I watched that game on the weekend, uh, and he is aggressive. He is running the team, obviously, but uh, you know, having. Uh, Halliburton on some minutes limit right now is doing nothing but uh, helping De'Aaron Fox. Um, his last four, last three, well, let's go with 51.25, 56.25, and 64 DK points. So he's just been on some kind of tear since, uh, you know, mid to late February. And uh, I like him again here against the Charlotte backcourt. No probs. Um, Buddy Heald, I, I tend not to play this guy, but honestly, that, that has kind of been burning me lately. He's, he's coming off 46, 34.5, 51, and 46.5 in the last four games. Uh, he had a dismal outing on the weekend, but only shot 25%, which is very low for a player of Buddy Hill's caliber, and we can expect a bounce back there. I don't mind him uh, tonight. The only other guy I'm really looking at on the Kings side of the ball is a little smattering of Rashawn Holmes. Uh, there's not much upside there with this guy lately, but uh, the floor is pretty safe. I, I just like the matchup against the Hornets front court. That's all. I think he's uh, potentially going to get into the you know 40 plus DK points range here. Stack of rebounds should be up for grabs, uh, and that that is especially true if the Hornets play PJ Washington, who is a smaller center in the center spot for some minutes. Uh, what about yourself? You just broke it down, my man. I like that. Uh, no, I'm kind of on the same page. To be honest, I don't like a lot of these price tags for the Sacramento guys. I love Darren Fox, 9,100. We're paying a premium on a slate where we have, I think it's five-plus guys over 10K. So, you know, we could get both of them in there, but it forces us to make some decisions. So it's a great matchup. I don't hate it. I think it might be almost a little contrarian, like for, every, for all the reasons I said. <clears throat> Outside of him, I want to play Halliburton, but that minutes restriction, like you said, until we know it's lifted, it's kind of tough to trust that he's going to play anything more than that 24 to 25 range. Even then, he could probably pay it off 5,800. It's a great matchup against this backcourt. Uh, but maybe some stabs at Buddy Heald. GPPs, I don't trust him enough in cash. Uh, I, that's it. I, I want to have something more with this 242.5 game total. And I think that we just might find out on the other side of the ball. But uh, we'll slide right over. I'll, I'll just jump right into it. We'll start off at the top, LaMelo Ball. He's the guy I prefer over De'Aaron Fox in this very same game, 8,700. Uh, high game total, little or no defense. It's going to be a fast tempo. 
sign me up. All those reasons, I will have some shares in LaMelo Ball. And then I always talk about targeting shooting guards versus the Kings. And this is one of those weird circumstances where it's like a bunch of point guards, but, but there are going to be people lined up at the shooting guard position. So it's not necessarily the same kind of circumstance. I like those prototypical shooting guards going against the Kings where they're going to be mostly spotting up, cutting to the basket here and there, uh, less facilitating. But you could look at Rozier. You could look at Hayward. Both those guys are priced appropriately for this matchup. High game total. can definitely see playing them. They're not my top options, but they're definitely guys I'll still keep in my player pool. Um, PJ Washington, a little bit too expensive for my likings. And outside of that, I'm not going to be taking stabs at probably anybody else over here. Fair enough, dude. Um, yeah, I think Lamelo is the is the safest guard option for the uh, for the Hornets. Uh, Rosier and Graham pretty inconsistent lately. Um, I think what you said is is pretty much right. Haywood, Rosier, uh, these guys are fairly much. Uh, priced appropriately um i will be looking at lamello ball i think you can game stack uh lamello ball uh and uh some of the king's players and uh, i will be looking at pj washington here uh if we go back to this matchup in february 65 dk points now i'm not expecting 65 dk points from pj again but uh you know he shot 42 actual points that night so that's not going to happen again most likely but at his price tag of 6700 I'm willing to have some stabs just to see if he can put in a repeat performance. And that is it for me on the Hornets. I can't fault you for that. Can't fault you there, man. Next game, Milwaukee Bucks traveling to Washington, take on the Wizards, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. For the Wizards, Davis Bertans, Raul Neto, both questionable, while Ish Smith, Thomas Bryant have been ruled out. Does not look like the Bucks have released uh, their injury report just quite yet, so we're gonna have to wait and see on that. For game total, guess what? Surprise, surprise, we don't have one or a spread. So keep that in mind. For this Bucks team, this is also a rematch. We just seen these two teams play uh, last game on the thirteenth. So. Could we expect the same thing? Probably not. I believe Bradley Beal sat out that game. Uh, he is expected to be in this one. But that being said, talk about this Bucks team, Brett. Yeah, you're correct. Uh, Bradley Bill did sit that game out. Um, this came in at a, a really big game total, just uh, as we don't have a game total or spread yet. It was close, um, and the um, game total was very high. So we expect this to be another place that we may look at some game stacking options. Uh, I think Giannis on the Bucks, uh, even at 11-1, is probably my favorite high price stud play tonight. Uh, it's just no one on that Washington team that can stop this dude. Uh, he had 70.75 DK points in this matchup on Saturday. I don't see what changes here, um, you know, to to slow this dude down. Um, I think 11-1 is um, smash territory in this matchup for Giannis. And it's funny to say that, you know, he's one of the highest price guys on the slate. And I'm still saying that. Uh I just like that the game should stay close, especially with Bill back in. I think that um, we should see plenty of minutes for Giannis here. Outside of him, um, we kind of saw this on Saturday, and um, you know that that gives us an, a nice little recent overview of what to what to expect. And and I'm not really moving past the guys that did go off against the Wizards, and Dante DiVincenzo was one of those, pretty unsurprisingly, you know, against the Wizards' backcourt. 5,100 is a completely swallowable price for DiVincenzo. He's probably a bit of a GPP option more than anything else, but, uh, yeah, uh, shooting uh, guys against the Wizards are always in play. And the other guy who took advantage uh, was Bobby Portis, and 
I haven't been playing Bobby Portis lately. I just had a feeling he was going to beat up that Washington front court, and he did, and it was close. He's only 4,700. Uh, I think, yeah, it's probably just a little GPP stab, and that is it for me on the Bucks. Uh, yourself, mate, who do you have for Milwaukee? Uh, two guys I'm really looking at. Uh, Giannis, you can't go wrong with him. You, you touched on it. He just dropped 70 against these guys. Uh, DK points that is so. A great matchup, fantastic matchup. With Giannis, it's always just about game script. If the game stays close, the dude's going to hit his value. There's no doubt about it. The only reason that he doesn't is because he plays 25, 26 minutes. Game got out of hand. There's no fourth quarter involved. Uh, we just saw it. The game stayed close. Is there the opportunity and the chance that this one doesn't? Absolutely. It's the Bucks. They could do that to anybody. Uh, but that's enough for me to have some faith in playing Giannis. So I'll have some shares. And the other guy I've, uh, I'm going to have a lot of shares of, I think, is Drew Holiday. 6,500. That's just too cheap for Drew. Uh, he came out here, put up 38 DK points in this exact matchup just a few days ago. Back up to his normal minutes workload. Played 32 minutes in that one. We expect the full workload again in this one, knowing especially that Bradley Beal is going to be healthy uh, and playing. So I don't mind having some shares of Drew Holiday at 6,500. You touched on Portis. Uh, great matchup for him. He probably should hit or at least come close to that value regardless of the game script. But again, he's a guy that we hope the game gets out of hand, but he still dropped 29 in, in that last one. So. Um, he'll get he'll get you a bucket. Bobby Portis is not shy to shoot. He's actually been known by his teammates. I think it was on the Bulls. They used to say that like once you throw it in the post to him, people will just start like running back to the other side of the court. Uh, <laughs> there 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 was no point. He wasn't passing out of the post. He was gonna do a couple little moves, but it it was a shot. It was gonna be a shot attempt no matter what. They everybody kind of knew it. That's probably it for me. I don't think any of these ancillary options, you know, your Connaughton's and them like that. I don't see me going to them on a slate like this with eight games. So I'll be looking at Holiday and I'll be looking at some Giannis. Why don't we talk about the Washington side of the ball, though? You know, can we expect another Westbrook game like this? Are you going towards Beal 9,400? That feels like a, a pretty decent discount. Yeah, I'd probably lean Beal uh, coming back. That looked like it was just a bit of a rest, uh, you know, with a, with an injury tag, but I think they were just resting him on the first half of uh, this matchup. Um, 9400s a much better price for me than 105 for Russell with Beal back in the lineup. He's going to see production disappear. Hey, just back on Bobby Portis and what you were saying about him on the Bulls. Over here in social basketball, we would call that guy a black hole. Is that what you guys would call him as well in the States? Uh, well, what would it be? We we probably have a few names for it. Ball hog uh, is oh, probably yeah, the most hog. the most common uh, most common term. I think we'd call him. Um, yeah, that or just a, you know the guy that the, the guy that gets picked last the following game. You know, sometimes <laughs> if if you're playing like a pickup game around here and it's you get a guy like that in your team and you're just you get frustrated. You know what? Depending, you take a quick look around. You see how many people are waiting on the next game. You know, you might just have to tank. You might just have to tank and reneg those teams. Uh, get that guy, get that guy off the team, uh, and wait until somebody else picks him up. And you know, half the time, maybe they'll, they'll realize when they're not getting picked up. There's there's probably a reason behind it. No, they don't, man. No, they don't. No, Shooters no, just dude, you're right. You know what it is? It's the opposite. They're like, oh man, I haven't played in like four games. I got to get like 25 <laughs> shot attempts right now because who knows the next time. <laughs> Uh, I'm with you though. I probably prefer Beal over Westbrook ever so slightly. 9400. He's just like you said. That game's rest is what I'm interested in. Uh, nice, fresh, ready to go Beal is what I'm looking forward to. Outside of that, some of these ancillary options. How are you looking at anybody like you know, Denny Advija, uh, Hachimura? I'm not. I'm not chasing the Hachimura game. But do you think no, that's something you can follow? No, yeah, I'm not chasing that game. <laughs> We're good. Ready uh, to move on like to the next. 
Oh, I've got a couple of just small Ooh. GPP dart throws here, and and that is oh. Davis Bertans has come back up as questionable. So if he plays uh, three point line versus the Bucks, so that dude doesn't do anything else. He just stands out there and shoots three. So uh, forty one hundred, that is a blindfolded dart throw at its best, but it is there if you need it. Um, and maybe uh, look, they they played Alex Len minutes, and you know that's not surprising against a, a fairly sizable Milwaukee team. So look. If he gets those minutes again, 3,700 is uh, a pure GPP dart throw, but 32 minutes and 22.5 fantasy points in this matchup. Two days ago, it's kind of hard to look past. That is it. Yeah, no, I can't I can't blame you on the Alex Len thing. Just this, you know, seeing the minutes being there is a scary thing for me. I just don't trust them. I can't trust anything that they're doing over there in their front court. No. Uh, a little walker, but we'll move on. New York Knicks traveling to Brooklyn, long-distance travel. The guys are going to be tired on this flight. The Battle of New York. Uh, this one should be a fun one. I think James Harden was just saying the reason that he came to Brooklyn was because of the fans, uh, that the fans were the best fans, and they were just so energetic and so lively. I don't know. I feel like, you know, Brooklyn, I've been there a few times. I've been to the stadium. Great stadium, fantastic stadium, very great crowd. Uh, I was rowdy in there, don't get me wrong. Uh, that kind of just feels like the cop-out thing to say, though, man. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of people over there on the other side of this in the garden. Like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? <laughs> we're sitting here rooting for these guys when we were watching Alexi Shved and Lance Thomas. Like, you know, cut me, cut me some slack. Uh, but we'll talk about this one, man. As far as a, a game total, let's see what we got here. 225 and a half game total. Uh, there's no spread just yet. Probably going to be waiting on some of this news. Spencer Dinwiddie, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin out. Timothy Luau-Cabro is probable. Alfred Payton is doubtful. Austin Rivers is available after the birth of his child. And then Emmanuel Quickly is probable, while Mitchell Robinson is still dealing with that right-hand fracture, recovering from it. We'll start with this Knicks team, Brent. Break it down for me. Let's do this. Uh, you know that you're getting tweets from Brooklyn Nets fans, right? Uh, yeah. No, I mean, Coming and, at you and, now. I, and I'll, I'll say it straight up. Uh, me and Santino talk about it all the time. We live in Connecticut. We don't have a professional team. Uh, we have to choose between the Garden. We have to choose between the Barclays. And we have to choose between TD. There's three stadiums that are all probably within, I would say, about two to three hours away. Tops. Uh, I'd say probably more around two. Uh, generally, where do we go? We go to the Barclays. Um, it's just A, best cost effective. You know, we go to the Garden. We're paying who knows how much uh, the travel's a little bit more of a pain, uh, but there's not a bad seat in the Barclays. And, you know, now they actually have a fantastic team that are going to draw an interest, are going to draw a fan base that ha- wasn't even there before. Uh, no doubt about it that the Brooklyn fan base is absolutely there. No slight to them. But I just think James Harden said that's the reason he came here. I was going to say maybe it was Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You know, that, that yeah, was, may, that, maybe that the, the chance of winning a ring is probably higher than fans yeah. on yeah. his radar. Exactly. <laughs> well, talk about this Knicks team for me now before these Brooklyn fans come with the pitchforks to my house. <laughs> uh, yeah, look. I'm I'm struggling to find too much uh, for the Knicks here. I, I'm a little worried about a blowout. Um, you know, it's it, they get a nice pace bump, that's for sure, uh, against the Nets, and the Nets haven't been fantastic at uh, stopping players' fantasy scoring this season. But I've I've kind of just narrowed down to a couple of guys here, and number one is is Julius Randle. He's just the spearhead offensively for this team. Ninety eight hundred. That's an okay price. It's it's really just a 
contrarian kind of pivot play, as we said before, away from uh, some other guys, including Giannis, you know, in those uh, power forward and center spots. Uh, he, he's been a little bit up and down. 9,800 would be just a GPP uh, pivot option for me. Uh, we've already spoken about Giannis. We've got other guys coming up a little bit more expensive but a little bit safer for me uh the news that austin rivers is back in is a little worrying i was all over emmanuel quickly here at 5600 uh but uh yeah it's who knows man does does tibbs just do something crazy here and and you know we know uh, quickly had a great game last time out but you know this is tibbs does he just throw austin rivers out there for 24 minutes and when we see those quickly minutes just evaporate again it's only a little scary i guess uh derrick rose is out alfred is still doubtful, I believe. So we can still take stabs at quickly and hope that the minutes are there. Uh, that that is it for me. I'm I'm not really chasing that RJ Barrett game that he had. Um, 6200 is pretty much right around value for him uh, on most nights. I just don't like chasing those scoring outbursts. And I guess the only other place that we can target the Nets is is centers. But I, I mean, can you trust Nerlens Noel? I, I don't know if you can. Uh, his his last few. DK returns have been just all over the place. 13, I mean, 6.75, and he played something like 23 minutes in that night. I was just, oh, wow, what do you do with that? 41.25 <laughs> and 26 before that. Uh, he is only a GPP option. Yeah, so I don't I don't mind Randall, 9,800. Not my favorite play. Not going to fault you if you want to play him. I think, you know, you're looking at probably a guy that has anywhere between a floor of 40 and a ceiling of 60 usually falling in between that 40 and 50, but at 98, we really need 50 plus. So it's a matchup that you could easily do it in. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know if I'll end up falling there. Uh, quickly at 56, I do think that we see some pretty decent quickly minutes simply because Tibbs is a very hard-nosed defensive type coach. Uh, going against a guy like Kyrie Irving, he, uh, Kyrie Irving, there we go. He's going to want his best defender out there. You know, no Peyton, no Rose. It's quickly. He is the best guard defender that they have. There's no doubt about it. There's a reason why Tibbs likes to play this guy in the fourth quarter so much. So uh, I do think he'll get minutes at that price tag. Do I have a lot of confidence in there where we're just going to like lock him in, you know, blindfold it? No. I think I'll probably still keep him more or less in GPPs. I think we'll probably have some better options to talk about in cash. Outside of those two guys, uh, not a lot of interest. Maybe a dart throw on a guy like Alec Burks. Minutes are starting to get on the rise again. Back-to-back games of 27 minutes, uh, and he had 18 and 12 shot attempts in those. 23 DK points at 33. I don't mind that at 44. So he's a guy I could definitely see maybe taking a dart throw at for some value. On the Brooklyn side of the ball, 11K for James Harden. We already talked about 11-plus for Giannis. Who do you prefer between Harden and Giannis? I definitely prefer the Greek freak. Uh, I, I just have worries here about a potential blowout uh the nets are just scoring the ball so much and you know the knicks try to slow teams down i'm not sure they slow down the brooklyn nets here too much um 11k i would i would rather pay 11-1 for Giannis. Uh, i think that is just a safer play tonight the other guy and the only other guy that i would look at uh for the nets in this one is Kyrie irving and pretty tempting he's dropped that back down a little bit to 9300 that's a price tag where you can look at him a little bit more i just just worry about the game total here playing up against this, you know, beat down defense of the Knicks. I just think um, both of these guys, we may have better options elsewhere just tonight, uh, given the matchup and the pace of this game for the Nets. Uh, what about yourself? Probably taking a hard pass on all of them. It's uh, yeah. that simple. And it's not necessarily like I'm afraid of the blowout. It's just 
Tibbs defense as well. There's a lot of things not to like. There's a lot of guys that we could spend up on. So, you know, I don't mind it. If you want to play, you know, Kyrie or Harden, I'm not going to be like, oh, you ruined your lineup. No, there's no way. These guys are studs. I mean, when you're, when you talk about separating these, two, these guys, these 11 K, these 10 K guys, uh, apart from each other, you're really nitpicking is what you're doing. You're really trying to find the smallest reasons on why you like somebody more and why you'd like somebody less. That way you justify it to yourself because we have to get some guys out of our player pool. We have to be realistic, especially for these, you know, cash entries in these single entry contests. Moving on to the next game, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game, San Antonio Spurs travel to Detroit, take on the Pistons. No game total, no spread. Surprise, surprise. I can't be shocked with that one. It's just the theme of the season, man. We'll never get them anymore. It feels like that's a rare occurrence. It's it's going to be a glorious day, the one day that I have every game total. I have every line. I could talk about it all. Uh, (laughs) But in this one, that'll never happen. I could wishful thinking. We're Uh, a long while away from that, man. Yeah, wishful thinking. No no game total for the Spurs. I mean, no, uh, no injury report for the Spurs. For the Pistons, Hamidin Diallo is still out dealing with the right groin strain. Wayne Ellington is doubtful, while Killian Hayes, Jalil Okafor, and Dennis Smith Jr. are all ruled out as well. So I'll pass it over to you. We'll talk about the Spurs. Break down this team. DeMar DeRozan, keep in mind, he is not on the injury report. It's not saying he's away from the team. Uh, he was, I believe it was dealing with his father's funeral. He was at his father's funeral on the last game, um, or services, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But he's not in the injury report, so I'm kind of expecting him to play. But why don't you talk about this? Yeah, so San Antonio Spurs versus Detroit Pistons. You can probably imagine this is going to be a fairly low game total. Um, it, it may stay close. I mean, the Pistons can be pretty scrappy when they need to be. It's it's just not an enticing matchup for me, uh, especially if DeRozan is back in, as you mentioned. Uh, I was all over DeJounte Murray and Derek White until that point, and now that DeRozan is back, I will probably just be passing on most of these guys. I don't, I don't mind... Uh, looks at all three, to be honest. Uh, DeJounte Murray, you know, he's just uh, playing great basketball this season. Derek White's minutes are starting to ramp up again as he comes back from injury and COVID. Uh, I'm a big Derek White fan, and and I think uh, he's worth a few looks. Uh, I would have preferred both of those guys if DeRozan was out. If DeRozan comes back, I may just pass on all of them, to be honest. I think we may just have better options. Um, not looking at Jakob Pertl. I guess, you know, you can you can target Pistons front court um, uh, for fantasy scoring, but I just just can't seem to get this guy into my lineup, so I just don't trust him. And I, honestly, man, if DeRozan in, is in, I am passing on almost everyone for San Antonio. Boom. I agree more than, uh, more than anything. If DeRozan plays, no interest in anybody really here. Uh, it's a fan. It's a fine matchup. A couple of one-off guys I wouldn't mind. I guess you know Derek White, uh, Kendall Johnson's just been struggling. Guy that just seems like he he's one of those players where when you, they come back from COVID, sometimes it's not just the you know I'm back to normal kind of thing. We heard Tatum talk about it. We heard a few players talk about it when they come back. It takes a little while. Kendall Johnson seems like he's kind of dealing with that right now. So I'm gonna stay away from him until the minutes are back up to where I want to see him. Until he's playing a little bit better. I'm not going to go near there, but if you want to take shots at, you know, Derek White, Dejounte Murray, would be the two guys I'd look at. Outside of that, probably okay with anybody else over here. And again, keep your eye on the DeRozan news. It's a family issue. It's a family related related thing. There is no timetable on these. Uh, it could be tomorrow. It might not be tomorrow. It's as much time as the guy needs. Uh, it's that simple. But on the Detroit side of things, let's talk about it, Brent. Why don't you break it down for me? 
Yeah, so for the Pistons, it's one guy for me uh, squarely in play and one guy only. Then you've got, you know, these secondary kind of plays that uh, at lower prices that are really just dart throws. As we talk about every every podcast, there's a swag of these guys, but getting them right is tough. It's Jeremy Grant for me. Uh, I, I've actually been targeting the small forward spot against the Spurs all season long, and it is ha- it is working. I don't tend to do it too much when it's just the 3 and D guys, but Jeremy Grant is not just a 3 and D guy and, you know, switching through those forward positions with Grant he should get plenty of shots plenty of scoring rebounds will be there Um, I I think uh, Jeremy Grant's in a pretty good position here the other guys I'm just really not that interested Mike you know it's Plumlee it's Isaiah Stewart it's uh, minutes there are starting to become a turnstile you know Isaiah Stewart looked set to start eating into those Plumlee minutes. And then he was just got dropped back to 19 versus the Nets last outing. So that was a bit disappointing. Um, he did actually still go for 28.5 DK points in that little bit of playing time though. So we need to get this guy on the court for our fantasy production. I'd love to see that over Plumlee, but at the moment it is a risk. Wayne Ellington is doubtful. That may open up a, a starting spot for Josh Jackson. Uh, but yeah, I just, yeah, I find it hard to trust this guy as well. So scoring, dependent um but there could be a start there coming for jackson that is it man i'm i'm really jeremy grant i'm not really trusting too many of these ancillary pieces i'll never argue against jeremy grant you know that i think we talk about him every single show uh just the model of consistency the guy just churns out you know 30 to 40 point games night in and night out he's always priced in that mid sevens range fantastic matchup sign me up i'm good with grant and then the other guy i'd mention is delon Wright. uh back Two games back already, played 31 minutes in that last game, one would expect. Uh, he's good to go, played 30-plus. He probably could even see that uptick a little bit more. Might even see mid-30s, especially no Dennis Smith Jr., possibly no Wade. And Ellington, few of these guards out. 5,600 in this matchup, I don't mind him. Uh, outside of those two guys, I am good. So we can move on to the next game. Los Angeles Clippers traveling to Dallas, take on the Mavericks in this one. As far as a game total, 228.5, no spread. For the Mavs, James Johnson, Tyrell Terry, both questionable. Clippers have yet to release their injury report. Why don't we talk about the away team first, Brett, and I'll pass it over to you. Talk about the Clippers. Yeah, so similar to a couple of the lineups that we've just been through, it's really, for me, it's two guys and two guys only. I'm not really going to risk my money with with some of the ancillary pieces here for the Clippers. It's, uh, I think it's the second half of a back-to-back here, so we need to keep an eye on news. There's nothing there. Uh, was there an injury report, Mike, or had that not been released? Sorry, They, they have yet to release it, but you are absolutely correct. It's the second half of a back-to-back. Yeah, so we need to keep an eye on the old men on this team. You know, Kawhi Leonard, uh, 8,900. Paul George, 8,200. Uh, if they both play, I think I would be more interested in PG-13 for cash games uh, at that little bit of a salary reduction um, and Kawhi for tournaments. Um, that's the the way to play these two at the moment, I think. Uh, Kawhi just has a bit more upside recently. PG-13 hasn't topped uh, 47 DK points for some time and Kawhi has reached... 50 plus DK points twice in his last four. So uh, that would be the way I'd rotate those two guys. Uh, Kawhi for tournaments, PG for cash. Outside of that, I mean, you know, these these pieces aren't very thrilling. Serge Barker, Avika 
Avicii Zubach, apologies there, uh, Reggie uh, Jackson and Lou Williams. They're just the usual kind of run-of-the-mill turnstile GPP dart throws, hoping one of them goes off. And, uh, yeah, it's it's tough to trust any of them. I would probably maybe look at Abaka or Lou Williams over the other two. But, yeah, even then, I think it's just Kawhi, um, PG-13, and moving on. Can't fault you there. Um, looking at these two guys' price tags, they're both just severely underpriced with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I think I talked about on last night's podcast as well. Uh, when these guys are both priced under 9K, you got to have some shares of them. Keep an eye on them, though. It is a back-to-back. We're going to want the news. It's kind of a middle-of-the-road game at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So uh, we might not have it. We might not have it. And if I had to say I felt a little bit more secure about anybody, I would normally say it's Paul George, but it really isn't at this point. You know, He's still been dealing with his own injuries as well. So... Uh, most of my action is probably going to be on the other side of the ball. You touched on it, Lou Williams at 5K. It's a pretty solid price tag. Wouldn't mind going there. And I think if I had to pick anybody in the front court, it would be Zubach in this one. Uh, Zubach, for some reason, I feel like, you know, I, when I watch these games, he just plays well. That's just kind of the homer in me, though, saying that. Um, when you look at the stats, it's probably not even close to what I'm saying. I just feel like every time I see Zubach out there, he gives Porzingis a little bit of a problem. On the Dallas side of the ball, though, Luka Doncic coming in at 10-6. Uh, that's my boy, man. But, uh, you know, I think I'm going to have some shares. I tried to just sound like I wasn't going to. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have some shares of Luka in this one. Did you just I, did you just change your mind mid-sentence? No, nah, I was trying to do like that. Ah, no, nah, I'm not going to. No, I'm going to I'm gonna play Luka in this one. I, I like him going against the Clippers. He gets up for these kind of competitive games. And it's worth noting there's a secret narrative grudge match in here that this is, Uh-oh. if I'm not mistaken – the first game, not the first game that these two teams have played each other this season, but the first game where both Luca and Marcus Morris are both healthy. And I don't know if everybody can remember, dating back to the Marcus Morris cheap shots on Luca, where he was trying to injure that ankle uh, and cause some problems. So uh, I don't know. There's a little, maybe there's a little narrative involved in there. But if this game stays competitive, I'm fully expecting a, a you know a 55 to 60 plus point game out of Luka Doncic. Porzingis, 83. It's a fantastic matchup, but I don't think I'll be going there, and I don't think I'll be going to anybody else on the Mavericks. I think Luka is the only guy I have any interest in. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same, dude. It's it's Luka at 10-6, a walking triple-double every time the dude steps on the court. Just a gun and a joy to watch play basketball. Look, I'm probably leaning closer to Giannis still at that $500 uh, increase in price. I just think that um, I, I just like Giannis tonight uh, over everybody, basically, at those high prices. You're right, I'm I'm set with Chris Dupps, uh tonight. $8,300, it's, it's kind of just appropriately priced for me. Uh, I'd just rather play Jeremy Grant uh, for a eight hundred an eight hundred dollar salary uh, savings there. Uh, outside of that, I'm kind of with you. Stabs at Maxi Kleber forty three hundred. Uh, we have to find some value somewhere, uh, uh, and we need to find value if we're going to play these high price studs. And and as you mentioned at the top of the show, there are a lot of them tonight. So uh, a, a little little stab at Maxi Kleber just to fit some high price guys in. Uh, if you think this gets ugly, Jalen Brunson's always a guy, but five K is pretty much making it tough to play him. That's that's it for me, man. It's it's really Luca and small shares of Maxi. All right, we'll keep it moving. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Indiana Pacers traveling to Denver. Take on the Nuggets in this one. For the injury report, we'll start with the Nuggets. R.J. Hampton, Gary Harris, Monte Morris all ruled out. And for the Pacers, T.J. Warren is out while Jeremy Lamb is questionable. As we know, Karis LeVert made his return. Uh, and there isn't something that you know anybody can root for more than a guy like that getting back on the court. 
uh, doing his thing. Somebody who's really just started popping off the page, I would say, in the last season and a half or so, really hitting his strides. Uh, and, you know, it's it's a glass half full thing where he was traded. Uh, they found out that he did, in fact, have cancer uh, during his screening and during his physical. Got it taken care of, and he's back out there now. So, uh, awesome. Shout out to you, Karis Avert, man. I know you're listening to this right now because you just love our podcast so much. Uh, so, just got to give you a quick shout out. Game coming in at 226 and a half game total. Uh, no spread involved for it right now. We'll start with the Pacers. I'll lead off here, Brent. The minus bonus coming in at 9,600. Just not playing them at that price tag. We talked about some other guys around that price. Uh, don't mind them. Don't get me wrong. Put up 48 DK points in this pri- in this matchup uh, last time. Took 37 minutes to do so. But I'm going to start shying away from you know guys like Sabonis a little bit now that Levert is getting back and now that he is going to be taking some shot attempts. It's not going to be necessarily in the starting lineup right away or anything like that. Uh, but his minutes are going to ramp up, and he is a guy that is going to immediately need you know anywhere between 15, 18 shot attempts on a nightly basis. Uh, that's why they brought him in here. That's what they're expecting from him. Bottom line. Brogdon coming in at 7-4. I'm all set right there, too. We talked about some other point guards again. Wouldn't mind it. Not a guy that I'm going to cross off, but push comes to shove. I just don't think I'm going to end up playing him. Wanna, uh, I want to see the, the little vert price tag maybe dip a little bit more before I pay 7K. That or I want to see the minutes just jump just a, you know over 30. So we'll probably leave him there as well. If I'm looking at anybody on this entire team, it's going to be these ancillary options towards the bottom, and they're going to be GPP dart throws. You know, you're Justin Holliday's. Um, and that's probably it, man. There's not a lot for me to love over here on this Pacers set. I guess I could have saved some people some time. I'm with you, man. For pretty much straight down the line. You know, Levert comes in, and and you're right. That's fantastic news. I've been rooting for this guy to come back in. Uh, you know, that trade may have saved saved that dude's life, uh, for all we know. But yes, when Levert is back, uh, comes into this lineup, uh, you know, usage disappears uh, as you said he he's going to get shot attempts malcolm brogdon 7400 man i would play that every day of the week but now that levert is back it makes it a little bit harder to swallow uh i still don't mind that play but him him and sabonis they would only be pivots off of some of the guys that we've already touched on if you wanted to differentiate your lineups uh i will take stabs at Dougie McBuckets here. You said Justin Holiday. I'll, I'll go with uh, McDermott. Uh, as you said, just a GPP dart throw, but 4,800. Uh, he actually hit 34.5 DK points against the Nuggets in the recent matchup. So he is a tournament option, and that will do me for the paces. Did we just did we just find our bet? <laughs> I am a little worried about bets at the moment. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but um, I'm... Uh, we had a bet lined up during the week where uh, I took Vucevic over who was it? Uh, can't remember, but yeah, Vuce Vuce let me down very badly. So wow. I am, uh, and that yeah. just says something about the record, man, because he only has like one off game every eight. I I, I made that happen. <laughs> Absolutely made that happen with with the bet with Will. It wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, oh, no, let's, let's do it. Too. No, no, yeah, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll pass on this. We'll, we'll pass on it because you know what? This is the one that you would have got right on me with because it was just a terrible, hilarious one that I have no confidence in anyway. But we'll, do, you know what? We'll do. We'll lock it in. Holiday versus McDermott. We'll get you back on the right track with the win right here. Uh, looking at the Denver charity side of the ball. Bets. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I make it seem like a charity bet. That way, if I lose it, it's not as bad. Uh, <laughs> Jokic at ten seven. 
I can't. I can never fault you if you ever want to play the Joker, man. It is it, the guy's just an absolute stud. Is this the matchup I want to play him in? No, not against Miles Turner. Not against the bonus. Not against his front court. I'll probably pass. But some of these other studs, we talked about Luca. We talked about Giannis. I prefer both those guys over Jokic. So, do not think I will be going there. If I'm going anywhere, it might be a guy like the hot hand, Will Barton. When he's this guy's on a hot streak, sometimes it's worth riding. Fifty three hundred is a very fair price tag. Back to back games of like thirty five plus. DK points, so don't mind taking a stab at him. He's not like, you know, go-to, got to lock him in kind of guy. But I definitely like riding the hot hand with a guy like Will Barton. When he's feeling it, he's feeling it. Outside of that, you know, you can take these shots at the guys like uh, Composito or Dozier if you want, and GPPs if you need the value. We might find some better options as the slate starts to lock, though, that open up. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Will Barton is the only guy really jumping off the page here. I mean, Nikola Jokic, you, you know, you can't leave him out of your player pool completely any given night when he suits up. But, uh, yeah, I just think we have better options. And just just ironically, like Miles Turner is a block monster, no doubt about it. But uh, fantasy scoring against centers uh, versus the Pacers, that's been just fine all season long. So it's not like he's slowing down fantasy production. Uh, he just uh, seems to heighten his defensive appeal with, with those block numbers. So just keep that in mind, listeners. Uh, Will Barton's the guy for me. Uh, he's finally putting up some production. Uh, and I will ride the Barton hot hand. You were you were riding the Barton cold hand early this season, man. You just yeah, kept hundred percent. You kept man. talking about you're Barton. Not, you're not even like, wrong on that. <laughs> I'm like Mike. Please just let Will Barton go. Uh, but you know, you're you're a big boy. You can look after yourself. I figured you would just catch up eventually. <laughs> but I yeah, lose my money, man. I got to give it to somebody. It's, it's uh, either to DraftKings or some or some you know foundation or charity and. You know what, DraftKings, I felt like they needed it. They needed it a little bit more at that time. So. Oh, yeah, I'm sure uh, those guys are really <laughs> struggling. Yep. Um, yeah. But the nice thing with Barton, it's 14 shot attempts and 17 shot attempts in his last two games. That's great to see. And that that price is just fantastic for a guy who's shooting the ball that much. Uh, that is it, man. Will Barton, I'm not interested in Porter Jr. or Millsap or anybody else on this team tonight. And that should do it then. I guess that doesn't, I don't fault you. We can keep it moving. We got two games left. We're starting to get to the late games. Memphis Grizzlies travel to Phoenix, take on the Suns in this one. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Grizzlies have yet to release their injury report for the Suns. Just Cam Johnson has been rolled out. Health and safety protocols. 228 and a half game total. We'll start off with the Memphis Grizzlies team over here. Second half of a back to back for them. That's why they have yet to release their injury report. I'll pass it over to you, Brett. Why don't you break it down for me? Pass. Hard pass. Don't like him on the back-to-back in this game, and I can't blame you. If I'm looking anywhere, it's going to be my mandate, Anthony Mellon. Uh, 4,600, just a monster point-per-minute guy. We've talked about him time and time again. Hoop ball favorite. I think it's a fantasy basketball favorite. Everybody's favorite except for the coaching staff because – uh, you know, this dude came out, was one of the leaders in the plus-minus box score. It feels like he is almost every night, yet he's still playing behind guys like Desmond Bain, and it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but nonetheless, he only needs 18 to 20 minutes to get it done for us. We've seen it two straight games of 24-plus DK points. Uh, even in the games he's missing, he's getting, you know, 21, and we've seen upside of 32 to 39. The game gets out of hand. The minutes might jump from 18 to 20. Uh, maybe like 22 to 25. In that case, we could be looking at a 30-plus DK point game. So he's the only guy I'm really looking at. On this Grizzly side, we'll slide over to the Suns, Bretton. Anything you're looking at on this side, are you ready just to keep it moving again? Uh, 
No, there's probably a little more interest here just because the Suns get a really big pace boost uh, playing against the Grizzlies. So Devin Booker, you know, again, we've talked about so many guys at this 8 to 9 to 10K uh, price range. He, he's going to be a straight GPP pivot uh, away from some of those other players. But, hey, you could take down a slate sometimes and um, d- uh, playing that way. So, look, you know, <laughs> The, the, I guess the issue here is is the blowout. I mean, the, the Suns won this last matchup by 30-plus points. So if that happens again, none of the high-priced guys um, will be in my targets, and there is a fair chance. So, yeah, that was a really long way of saying I'm probably not playing anybody, Mike. Hey, I like it. Sometimes you got to make it a little long-winded. That's, I mean, we're on a show. Why as <laughs> we'll talk. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Just maybe one option, and it's Dario Sarge is the one guy I might be looking at. Uh, just seeing the consistent minutes over the past three games, 24-plus minutes. You know, not the greatest point-per-minute type guy, but at 4,200, there's worse you could do for value. You know, He could find his way on the court. I could see him taking advantage of this matchup. Game gets out of hand, could play even more. So I do not mind some Sarge. What about campaign? Mm, I, never put, I never play campaign, man. I, oh, I, don't, man. I don't fault you for the blowout. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, actually, a good buddy of mine is in love with the campaign. He just mentions him every chance he gets. Same dude in our league. Uh, my friend Joe, my friend Joe Zimbardi, I uh, always loved campaign. Don't get it. Maybe it's, uh, you know, I think he played at, he played at, was it, um, Murray, Murray state, same place job played, right? I'm not sure, man, to be honest. I believe he did. I think he, they both played at the same school. If I'm not mistaken. So is it uh, safe to say that our mate Joe is on the campaign campaign? He's, he's, oh! yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to, we're going to have to timestamp this so I can give him a shout out and he can go over there and listen to that. And he'll be all excited that you said that campaign campaign. <laughs> I'll never hear the end of it. All right. We'll keep it moving. We have one, we have one final game, but before we get to it, a little quick news for you guys, we're going to have a little contest. Uh, it's going to be a little fun, little Raz giveaway. I uh, just wanted to, you know, shout it out. Everybody has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, but we are going to be giving away a free Fantasy Pass subscription. Uh, it's going to be a free subscription. You're going to get some some juiciness. Uh, you can come check out our Discord, some behind-the-scenes stuff, some of the behind-the-paywall stuff. And all we are asking, anybody who wants to participate in this said contest, give us on Apple Podcast a five-star review, a thumbs up. Uh, you could be critis- uh, constructive criticism. It could be something nice, just saying these guys crush it, whatever it may be. Uh, take a little screenshot. Tag Santino, tag Bretton, tag me, tag Dan Bespris, tag anybody on uh, the hoop ball side of things in there. We keep track of those. We're going to do a little random drawing with all those who have done it. And the winner will get themselves a nice free subscription to the Fantasy Pass. So you guys can check that out. Quick little contest. Again, Apple Podcasts, five-star review. Take that screenshot picture. Tag one of us in it. You'll be entered. Final game of the night, L.A. Lakers traveling to Golden State. Take on the Warriors in this one. Premier game of the night, 222.5 game total. As far as an injury report goes, Golden State, second half of the back-to-back, has yet to release it for the Lakers. Costas Antetokounmpo, Alex Caruso, Anthony Davis, Jared Dudley, Marcus Gasol all rolled out where LeBron and Kyle Kuzma are probable. We'll start with the away team. Breton, break down the Lakers for me. 
breaking down the Lakers, uh, it's usually just one guy uh, and one guy only for me. It's it's LeBron. It's no surprise. 10-3, that is a fair price for LeBron James. But his production has been a little bit all over the place lately uh, and generally in some fairly close games too. So it, it's a bit of a worry to pay up uh, 10-3 for LeBron when the floor is kind of around 40 DK points at the moment. I think we're safer elsewhere. Uh, he will probably burn me and score 75 DK points, but that's fine. I just think we have better options at those high salaries outside of LBJ um Montrez Harrell has been hard to play this season, but his last two games uh, with Mark Gasol out, uh, he's finally putting up some fantasy points. Amazing. 45 and 34 in his last two versus the Kings. Yeah, uh, but also versus the um, Pacers. And there you go, 34 um, DK points for the starting centre versus Indiana. Uh, so I don't mind a little bit of Harrell there. I'm not really messing with too many other guys. Uh, Kyle Kuzma is questionable, I believe. He's always in play uh, when he gets the start. His last two games have been monsters. 6K, that is a pretty uh, enticing price. I It's just a personal thing with me and Kyle Kuzma. We don't get along that well. Uh, you know, we, we've tried to sort it out between ourselves, but in the end, we've just decided to go our separate ways. Uh, and I will st- continue to leave Kuzma out of my um, fantasy lineups, even if it burns me. What about yourself? You. Don't blame me. I, I feel the same sentiments on LeBron. I, I don't even need to touch it anymore. I think you said it perfectly. The one guy I have interest on is Montrose Harrell. Uh, you talked about it. It's been consistent minutes over the past two games. Even without the consistent minutes, he's a point-per-minute guy. Uh, he's been playing well in this matchup and in these games. He was going against Davis in two matchups in this game, uh, or with Davis on, on that team, I'm sorry, was in those games. Uh, he played 19 and a half minutes on average in those two games, but he put up about 23 DK points. So he's averaging more than a point-per-minute. You give him anywhere between 30, uh, you know, 28 to 32 minutes in this matchup, I would expect somewhere between 35 and 40 DK points. So I'm good with Harrell on this one. Outside of that, I am all set. On the Warriors side of things, Steph Curry had a phenomenal game today. Can you go back to the well on the back-to-back? Uh, back-to-back doesn't really scare me off at all. It's more just the price versus some of the guys that we've already talked about. Um, you know, as you said, premier kind of spotlight game, Um Warriors versus Lakers, uh, anybody could get up and about for this, but I just think I'll probably leave him out of my player pool for the most part. Uh, I would be more interested in Draymond to 6,500. That's not a bad price uh, for the way Draymond Green has been playing. That's probably more of a cash play. He, he does, sorry, a GPP play. He does bounce around um, a, a fair bit based on whether he's getting, you know, um, uh, scoring scoring the ball, you know, and some some uh, defensive numbers. Assists and rebounds will always be with there with Draymond. If he can add a few to that, 6,500 is not a bad option for him. Uh, outside of that, man, this is a running theme tonight. I am, I'm limiting my player pool very hard, and it looks like in lots of these late games I'm doing that. Uh, be careful, people chasing Jordan Poole. Those games have been massive blowouts where this dude is, you know, playing um, more minutes than he probably normally would wood and scoring way more fantasy points than we're used to seeing. So just be careful. Uh, he may be one to leave out. Yep. Uh, I'm kind of with you on Curry. Don't mind him in this one. I'll be going back to the well on Draymond Green. I expect Green to be pretty chalky coming off a triple-double. Uh, and got a cheaper price tag, $500 cheaper than he was today uh, as we're recording this the night before. So I expect him to be pretty, uh, pretty fair, you know, pretty fairly owned. But 6500 you can't go wrong with him. The other spot I'll look is at Wiseman, 5,100. I like that price tag. Uh, and no injury report for the Warriors, but it's worth noting that I believe Looney left the game early. I uh, don't believe he returned either. So 
Uh, if Kevon Looney is forced to miss again, Wiseman might be one of their lone centers that they're going to expect a little bit more from. We kind of heard uh, Kerr talk about him in the media a little bit more, saying they need to get this guy a couple more minutes. Uh, you know, there's times where Wiseman looks like he he was worth this pick, and he's uh, going to be a perennial, you know, all-star of the future. Uh, there's other times where he looks lost, but part of it is letting him play through those. Uh, he's got a good coach on the court in Draymond to help him through it. So I expect that, you know, they're gonna, we're going to see a tandem of Draymond and Wiseman a little bit more as the season kind of winds down. They're going to want to let them those two guys play next to each other. So it's going to be those two guys, Draymond and Wiseman. That's it. Lock it in for me. That's probably it. So that draws us to the end. That is the conclusion of our show, of our podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, whether you're a first-time listener or you've been a long-time listener, thank you. If you have a second, like I said before, Give us a five-star rate review. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you are. Uh, only difference is now, if you screenshot it, tag us in it, you can win some free stuff. So jump in there. If you've already done it, that's okay. Grab somebody else's phone. Five-star rate review, screenshot, tag it, send it. If you uh, have five people's phones, that's five entries. We'll take it. <laughs> I don't care how you do it, but we'll take it. <laughs> so Love it, man. Uh, Love it. <laughs> and then you can follow us. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Mike Apatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. You can find Bretton at Terrain72, T-E-R-R-A-I-N-7-2. Get that right, Bretton? That's it, man. That's it. Hey, before we, before we disappear, we, we got some nice feedback uh, on Twitter during the week or over the weekend. Uh, oh, people yes. are really looking for these tears at the end oh, of our yes. podcast. I actually have them so, noted. Yeah, me too. Um, cool. That's so funny. I'm glad I'm glad you uh, you didn't let me skedaddle out of here too quickly um, because I actually did my tears last night. So I was about to just take off out of here before doing them. So let's do that. We're going to give one player from each tier, guys. That's going to be our top tier, our mid tier. And our value tier. And again, it's going to kind of defer, I guess, based on uh, on the slate, you know, what we'd consider value. Sometimes you just don't have it there. And we don't want to dumpster dive and throw some terrible plays at you guys to get somebody in a certain price tag. But I'll pass it over to you, Bren. Why don't we start off with your top tier guy? Yes. Uh, it's it's Giannis. It's just uh, straight to the Greek freak for me on this one. I think he has uh, the best matchup uh, out of all of these uh, high-priced guys. I'm hoping this game stays close and we see another 70-point DK outing. Yourself? I can't fault you there. I'm going to go uh, on the other side. I'm going to do it with my boy Doncic. For all the reasons I said, expecting a competitive game, 10-6 uh, is a price tag. I do not mind to pay for my man, Luka Doncic. So two high-priced guys. Pretty sure a lot of people are probably pretty close to being on those guys as well. But why don't we talk about a couple other guys? Let's go to the mid tier now. Uh, and I guess we could try to, I guess, say what the mid tier is. We'll go six to, you know, what do you want to say? Maybe five. We'll say six to eight. Six to eight for the mid tier. How's that sound? Six to eight. Uh, okay. In that case, I'm probably looking at PJ, PJ Washington uh, up against that Sacramento Kings front court. Can't blame you there. I don't think I'll go to PJ, but that's where we defer. And this is also a good way we can get our bets in here now. Because now I can just be like, oh, you know <laughs> what? Uh, I'll take this guy over many day of the week. Yeah, I'm going to go back to my guy, uh, Drew Holiday, at 6,500 in that game. Like I talked about, we want some exposure, and it was already competitive. We don't want to spend up for Giannis. I think Drew Holiday is a good way to do it at 6,500. I'll do. take that bet, man. I like that better than the um, uh, peripheral paces guys, for sure. All right, let's, let's do that. Let's Washington do this one. versus Holiday. Perfect. Right. Lock it in. 
Oh wow, I feel way better about this one. That you just bailed me out of that of that paint through that. All, all all McDermott had to do was oh, hit like man. three three pointers and I was losing if holidays and get four steals, he doesn't do anything. Oh uh, man, you just bailed me out. That was I gotta thank you on that one. All right. Before we get out of here, we'll go to the value now. Uh we'll we'll chop down anything less than five K. Uh, you know, there's there's always some sort of value popping up all over the place, but we'll we'll spread it out a little bit. We'll say anything lower than five K for some value. Talk about it. Uh, the name that really comes to front of mind from our conversation in the podcast is Maxi Kleber, but I just can't do that, man. I'm just going to go DeAnthony Melton, 4,600. You snake. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. You can that was pick my the guy. same guy. You can nah, pick the same guy. Well, man, you know what? It just lets our listeners know that, you know, we both like that guy. Because uh, that that was the guy I was going to go with. I do like DeAnthony Melton. I just think that he's nice and secure in this matchup. If it gets out of hand, it's just a little bit of a bonus. Uh, if it stays close, he's probably going to play 18 to 20 anyway. And he can easily secure it, the bag in that amount of minutes. So I guess if I had to go somewhere else, man, uh, I would probably lean more towards a guy like Dario Sarge. We touched on him too, 4,200. I feel secure of the 24-plus minutes over the last three, uh, three out of the last four games. Pretty decent matchup for him as well. So I can see myself playing a little Dario. And that takes us home. Now we're now we're home. So uh, thank you guys for listening. From everyone brought over uh, from everybody over here at Hoopball, uh, we really do appreciate it. Now Bretton's gonna take you out. Oh, thank you for listening to Hoopball's DFS Today podcast as Michael Potria just puts me on the spot. I was not expecting that one. We appreciate you guys listening. We hope that uh, we bring you some value and help you crush your lineups. Uh, DFS Today, we are out of here. I love it. (laughs) Thank you, guys. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.